Hey, welcome to Chantel's. This is Chantel, your host. Um, so today we're going to talk about anxieties. Um, I've been really anxious this week. So as a result, I thought it would be authentic of me to um, do an episode on anxieties. Um, yeah, so let's start. I had to re-record this because I'm having trouble. Uh, this has been <laughs> a frustrating time for me. I'm not sure why, but I think I'm just overwhelmed and like tired. So anyway, let's push through. I want to talk about, um, just, you know, I have to define everything. So we're going to talk about what anxiety is, what it means. I am not a therapist. Okay. I'm just giving you guys a tidbit on my research and what I've done to, um, cope with my anxiety, where my anxiety kind of stems from and things of that nature. Maybe we can have, um, Maybe I can give you guys some gems and maybe not. I don't know. We'll see if you find this episode um, useful. So we're going to jump into our topic for today. So um, I'm so anxious. I think it's like a space thing. Um, all the hell is going on this week, but I'm having... So many technical difficulties. This is my third time recording this episode, so uh, bear with me. Um, we're going to be talking about anxieties. So I have, um, I have basically um, struggled with anxiety forever. Um, I've, yeah, since I was a child. And um, this week I had so, um, so much anxiety, to be honest, that I thought that I would talk about the topic. Um, and I'm sure that there are other people that are facing anxieties just like me. So I wanted to create this episode to um, maybe help someone. Um, and yeah, so we're going to talk about, we're going to dive into the definition of anxiety, um, you know, generalized anxiety and all of those things. So, um, I am not a therapist. So, uh, yeah, this is just my way of, um, how I cope with anxiety and I'm just sharing my tidbits that I've researched and learned, um, as a result of that. So, um, yeah, uh, we're going to get into the definition of anxiety. So anxiety is a mental and physical reaction to a perceived threat. And you can take that definition quite literally. So if there's someone running towards you and your heart starts beating fast, you start sweating. That's, that's anxiety, right? Uh, that natural reaction. However, if you just wake up anxious and your heart's beating fast and you're sweating and you're panicking, then that's not normal. That is more so, um, you're having a panic attack. <laughs> um, 
or you're headed towards having a panic attack. Um, and that can be severe and not healthy for you. And at that point, I would suggest, you know, get in someone to help you get in a therapist. And I understand that, you know, so many people cannot afford a therapist. I cannot afford a therapist, sweetheart. So I get it. I once had a therapist. Oh, the luxury of working in corporate America. So um, I no longer work in corporate America. We'll see if I start working in corporate America in the near future. But um, yeah, I do not have therapy currently. So I have my own coping mechanisms that I use to deal with anxiety when it arises. So we're living in a global pandemic. It is quite natural for you to have anxieties. So one of the anxieties that we're going to talk about is generalized anxiety. So in generalized anxiety, we will see where um, it's an excessive amount of um, worry in several areas of your life. So you'll worry about doing your homework, doing dinner, cleaning your house, your just general responsibilities um, in life, your job and the responsibilities that come with that, as well as your finances and just like little things will cause anxiety that we don't realize. And it's just, we're programmed to, um, kind of, you know, keep going and do the things that we're doing. So we're not necessarily recognizing like, oh, this is causing me to be anxious until it like really builds up. There is um, this level of like, oh, I'm just going through the motions of doing the things that I need to get done, not realizing like, oh my God, as time goes on or as the day goes on, I'm becoming more and more um, overwhelmed. Um, And your body begins to, you know, your body, trust me, takes takes um, note of the the things that are happening. So um, the body remembers, I can't remember where I heard that from, but the body always takes score and it always remembers the things that have happened to it. And so anxieties, there's like generalized anxiety, there's phobias, and then there's like panic, which I just like kind of touched on, like me having a, a panic attack. So generalized anxiety is like an excessive amount of anxiety or worry in general um, and several areas of your life. So things like your job, responsibilities that you have, um, health, finance, and like little concerns, right? So like small things like, oh my God, I wonder if I'm going to be able to, um, I don't know, open this box and put this thing together and whatever. I don't know. That was like very basic, but anyway, let's move forward. So, um, uh, the second thing is phobias. So a very intense fear of specific situations or objects, which is out of proportion and is actual threat. So for example, um, a fear of like giving speeches or a fear of like insects, a fear of height, a fear of um, a lot of things. You get it. So, um, that's another, um, layer of anxiety. And then we have panic, which we talked about first. 
And that is like an extreme anxious response where a person experiences a panic attack. And during a panic attack, the individual experiences numerous physical symptoms and is overwhelmed by a dread, literal feeling of dread. So you think you're you're crashing and burning. Like your world is just ending. It's just everything is falling apart. And that is, um, I feel like, the worst step of anxiety. That's when you've really like, reached a point where you're like, okay, um, help help me please like help so um I wanted to talk about this like I said because I've been struggling being anxious this week and I just wanted to share um share with you guys also just you know my journey and coping mechanisms so in with anxiety you have people who are under functioning and over functioning I tend to fall between both. Like sometimes I'm over-functioning and then there's times when I am um, completely under-functioning. I have like days where I'm like laid out and I'm like, I I cannot get out of bed. Um, and so that's not a reality for me anymore because I have a child now, so I can't do that. But before I had a kid, bro, let me tell you, if I if my anxiety was really bad, I would literally go out of my way. It's not even going out of my way. I would literally just kind of like sleep and just sleep the day away. Um, That's how I would handle it because it would be so overwhelming for me. And, you know, a lot of people have felt like, oh, my God, she is not answering her phone. She's not texting me back. She's not doing these things. It's usually when I'm dealing with anxiety or depression. I do not want to be around people. I do not want to bum you out. I do not want to make you feel sorry for me or, like, tell me everything's going to be okay. I just want to, like, ride the wave out. And when it ends, it ends. But I always... um have this thing in my head where I'm like, I don't want to bum people out. I just want to um, deal with this on my own. Like, let me just do the things that I want to um, do that I usually, not that I want to do. Let me do the things that I usually do to um, help me to cope with this. And um, that'll get me over the hurdle of like, this feeling of like, oh my God, I'm so unsettled and uneasy. And so that's how I go about dealing with my anxiety. It's like not normalized. I feel like for us to be open about our anxiety. I think one of the first times that I've been open about my anxiety is working within my law firm with my um, coworkers. Shout out to my friends. (laughs) I'm not going to name the law firm, but shout out to my friends. They know themselves. We talk about anxiety like openly and I love that. Yeah, so research has shown that, you know, a third of adults in the U.S. will face anxiety. That's a pretty um, large number. And it even doubles for women. So women will have twice as much anxiety as men. Um, so I think it's important that we learn um, healthy ways to cope with our anxiety. So anxiety is very contagious. So like if you're around someone who's anxious, you will notice that you begin to become anxious because it's energy is transferable. It doesn't just fizzle away. It just moves back and forth. So um 
we all have ways in which we cope with anxiety. There's like those people who are like over functioners and they, they have like savior complex. They're constantly trying to help people and they have like a thousand things on their list and always, you know, trying to micromanage and couldn't be in control freaks. And then we have the other, um, other end of the spectrum where you have people who are under functioning and they're responsible they're like not irresponsible they're irresponsible and fragile and they can't take pressure at all like they crumble under pressure they cannot deal and they these people tend to be flaky so like your friends who are like hey girl i can't come to the party me aka chantelle um they're dealing with anxiety and they just can't be around a bunch of people right now. You know what I'm saying? And so people worry about them because they're like, oh, you're a loner, girl. You just don't do anything. Listen, I'm dealing with a lot. Okay, just calm down. Um, so that is how an underfunctioner versus uh, overfunctioning um, anxiety works. So ways in which you can cope with anxiety. The ways in which I've chosen to cope with anxiety is I'll create like a nice, clean, short list for myself. So, um, and as I go, I cross that off and that helps to take away from my anxiety. So I pick what's most important to me for the day and what's going to like help and center me. And then I just do the first thing. I cross that off. I do the second thing. I cross that off and I keep going. Um, And you will see that your anxiety levels kind of dwindle and dwindle and dwindle the more um, you, you know, try to get done. And I get it. Like there are people who have real anxiety disorders where they aren't able to function. Like it's debilitating. They have to be on medication. So I had started therapy and um, I honestly did not like my therapist. I liked, it was okay at first. I think like the first two visits um, that I had with him was fine. And then after that, it got weird. It really did. Um, And I felt like I needed to get someone else. That like he basically was telling me, um, he inserted his personal life into our session. And I didn't like that. I didn't come here for that. I don't, I pay you so that you can help me. Not so you can tell me that your whole family died. And as a result, I don't have anything to complain about. I'm paying you so that I can complain, bro. That's it. So, um, anyway, that happened and I no longer go to him. Um, But I stopped going to him prior to me not being able to afford therapy. I no longer work um, with that law firm. So I could not afford to go to therapy anymore. Therapy is like a luxury um, for some people. (laughs) Like for people like me, therapy is a luxury. Okay. When I get like some, some, some coins, I'll be right back. Okay, but I need to find like a really good therapist anyway. So because I don't have a therapist, I have certain things that I do in order to cope with my anxieties. So one of the things I do is to control my breathing and um, 
in doing that, I pay attention to how I'm breathing. I tend to sometimes have shallow breathing and I won't realize that I'm like literally holding my breath. I won't notice it. So um, just breathe in. That's like that simple thing of just like take a deep breath, breathe in, breathe out. Um, and I'll do that. And cleaning up my space, cleaning my space out, saging, you know, that really helps me to create a calm atmosphere. I'm very big on like atmosphere and scenery and things like that. So if my room's a mess, I cannot think. I have to clean. I have to get everything out. And that's just um, how I function. So that's one of the things I do. Um, limit social media intake. Social media can be overwhelming if you are struggling mentally because you're looking at everyone having a good time and showing the best version of their day. And not that these people don't have problems, but they are posting their best photo of them having a good time. So you're just like scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and you're like, oh, this and that, whatever. Um, and that doesn't affect me per se, but I know that there are people who feel like social media affects um, their anxiety. I that I don't compare myself to other people. Um, I don't have that. So I don't necessarily get a feeling of like social media gives me anxiety, but there are people who feel that way. So one of the things you can do is limit your social media intake. Um, a self-care routine. What is your self-care routine? I have a rock solid self-care routine. I'm self-care queen. If I feel drained and if I feel like I have way too much going on, I will shut it all down and take a bath, do a face mask, lay on my floor in Kumbaya and sage the shit out of my apartment. I will shut it all down. So, and that's my self-care routine. I love, love, love to go for really long walks. So I'll walk for an hour and a half and that will create a, some level of clarity for me because then you get the time to think and think and think things through. And um, another thing that I do is listen to podcasts. I love listening to podcasts. Hence why I started a podcast. So I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Um, and maybe one day I can, you know, shout out all the podcasts that I listen to. And you guys can check them out. So um, keeping a journal, that's a big thing. So, yeah, so journaling is a really good way to... Uh, Kind of take um, stock of your anxieties and what's really bothering you because a lot of times you will get anxious and you're not sure where your anxiety stems from. The more you talk about it uh, and or write about it, depending on how you um, process information, um, you have to figure that out. Like, how do you process information? How do you find things out? Like, for me, I... I figure things out when I talk it out, so I tend to talk a lot, and so um, as I'm talking, I'm finding a solution because I'm flushing the information out of my head versus like me 
internalizing everything and just thinking about it. So, um, but I have been practicing, you know, slowing down on the talking and um, writing more because I think that that is more effective for me um, to just write everything out and take stock of what I'm writing and that'll really help because it'll also kind of help you to gauge the things you can fix and the things you can't fix. So anyway, that's my tidbit. This episode was kind of hard to record because I don't know, I was having so many technical difficulties. So um, please bear with me as I work through this. I'm still learning a lot of stuff because I just started and I'm doing it by myself. Um, Like I always do everything. And so, um, yeah, I hope this episode was helpful. All right, so just remember to evaluate and evolve. I hope you guys have an amazing week, an amazing weekend. I'm recording this. What day is it? I don't know what day it is. Just have an amazing life. Bye.